3: Hello and welcome to episode 922 of the VEASAN Market Insights Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Applebaum. What's going on, everyone? Happy Thirsty Thursday. I miss you guys the last couple of days. Of course, I always remind you, I'm off Tuesdays and Wednesdays. As I still get. You know, a few DMs or tweets or emails, where the the heck is the Market Insights pod? So, just a reminder, I'm working on the weekends, doing the sweat, which I'm having a lot of fun with going into the DraftKings studio uh, every weekend, Saturday and Sunday, 8 to 10 a.m. Eastern Time, which is streamed live on beason.com and on the DraftKings Twitter page. But, yeah, off Tuesday, Wednesdays, which means today, guys, is my Monday. Getting back into the swing of things. Excited to break down a bunch of games with you guys tonight. Uh, Five-pack. That's what I got for you tonight, a five-pack. I got Thursday Night Football. We have a very, very low total in this game, as well as a little bit of a sharp line move. I got a play on tonight's game between Tennessee and Pittsburgh. And then, big night in the NHL. I got three system matches in the NHL, including a couple of very short, short, short numbers here, as well as a bigger number. And then, in the NBA, I got one play for in the NBA, which is one of my favorite system matches. We've been rocking a lot of totals in the NBA to start the year. Well, here's my first side of the year. I noticed a very sharp line move in favor of a road team. So stay tuned for that. And then we're going to update college football. Uh, as I mentioned last time we talked on Monday's pod, uh, there were four system matches that I said, hey, let's hop on them right now because they are our all-time favorite system matches. Two unranked, uh, two ranked teams take the home favorite. Again, the decision will be then, hey, money line or spread. And then also unranked home favorite versus a ranked opponent, that ultimate fishy system. I love it in college hoops, love it in college football. Why on earth is a team who's unranked favorite against a team that's ranked? Makes no sense, right? Well, when you're first betting on sports, it's like, hey, the odds makers are wrong. Take the obvious play. This is a layup. It's a gimme. It's a lock. It's a guarantee. No, 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 no. We've learned to embrace that unranked home favorite versus ranked opponent. So I will update you on those four system matches uh, in college football for this weekend. Last time we talked, guys, on Monday, 2-2 two two on the pod. Had a nice hit with our Lions under. I uh, Had to sweat that one a little bit, but it came through for us. Prime time unders. Unbelievable. They're now 17-7 uh, so far this year, 71%. And actually heard Mitch and Paulie this morning uh, talk about how primetime unders are 19 and 7. The distinct, distinction there is there were two games that I think were seven o'clock games. Remember, we had those weird like double headers, which I actually miss right now. Uh, those double header uh, Monday night football matchups. Well, technically seven is not prime time, but it goes to show you even the ones that are, you know, technically not in that eight o'clock window or later, they're still cashing. So it's great to see those primetime unders continue to hit. Uh, we also we split in our NBA plays. We got the heat over. Pacers uh, over did not come through. We lost that one. And the one that annoyed me went from a uh, three and one night to a two and two night was the freaking New York Islanders, man. Do you guys remember that? I hope I don't want to, you know, give you PTSD, but I was on the Islanders. It was a Monday night pod. They're up two nothing halfway through the third period. They blow it and they lose uh, either regulation or overtime. So looking to get kind of some revenge here on the ice here for tonight. But as I mentioned, five pack tonight one Thursday Night Football matchup, three NHL, one NBA, and then I'm going to update you on our four favorite system matches for this weekend in college football. Now, before we dive into all of our sweats, real quick, housekeeping as always. You hear me say it every pod, but I say it because I think it's important because uh, we're new and, uh, more and more people are listening to the pod, which I love to see as clicks are up, and uh, the Grinders with Blinders, Contrarian Crew, Data-Driven Crew uh, continues to bring aboard new members, which is great. Um, but I also want to leave you guys with something. When the pod's over, I don't want you to say, hey, where do I go now? I want to give you some resources to uh, point you in the right direction and give you more insights. So best and easiest thing you can do if you're new to VEASAN or if you haven't done it yet, go sign up for our free daily newsletter. It's a great way to just wake up every morning and let the, the team at VEASAN set the table for you. Uh, all you got to do is go to VEASAN.com slash newsletter, plug in your email, hit submit. It's free. It costs you nothing. And once you sign up, you're going to wake up every morning with us letting you know what the big games are for today, links to all of our articles, what's the team at VEASAN betting on for that day, promos for legal sportsbooks, links to our podcast. It's all included in that daily newsletter, so you can sign up VEASAN.com newsletter. And then if you're looking to take that next step in your sports betting journey, you're enjoying VEASAN, you're enjoying all the free resources, you're saying, hey, uh, I'm, I'll be, I'm willing to spend a little money to make a little money. Well, guess what? I got a proposition for you go sign up to become a VEASAN All Access Pro member. Just go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe. You can sign up, and I would recommend the yearly subscription. It's 240 bucks, I know it's a lot of money, but you're going to be covered the entire year. It comes out to just 20 bucks a month. And we got all sports going on right now, guys. I can't wait for college hoops. Believe it or not, that comes back next week. So with the busy season, let the team at VEASAN help you make sharp bets. When you become a member, VEASAN.com slash subscribe, you're going to get all the best bet picks from all the guests and the host at VEASAN sent directly to your, your uh, inbox every day, sometimes multiple times a day. You also get a live stream of all the VEASAN shows, all the articles beyond the paywall, the DraftKings percentages, so you can know bets and dollars, where the public's at, where the sharps are at for every game, and, of course, all of our betting guides as well, all included when you become a pro member. And then lastly, get on Twitter. I will never call it X. It'll always be Twitter to me. Uh, so get on Twitter. Twitter is a great resource for sports bettors. Guys, we're operating in a real-time market. Things change on a dime, whether it's an injury, a trade, a scratch starting pitcher. By the way, congrats to Texas, anyone who had uh, the Rangers there to um, to win the World Series on a futures bet, series bet, or maybe just took them in that last game. So congrats to the Rangers. Uh, but again, hockey, starting goalies, NBA load management. I can't stress how important it is in the NBA um, when a guy's in or out. And again, that can have a huge impact on the number. And Twitter's where you're going to get this info first, especially in college when you're looking for you know, a player who's really significant to the game, but maybe is not a very household name. And maybe the only, you know, update on that player is the student newspaper. Like when I went to the University of Vermont and I wrote for the Vermont Cynic. Again, that's where Twitter comes in handy, being able to search players' names, get updates. Uh, and of course, you can follow us at Vison Live. We pump out great sports betting content all day. You can follow me at Josh underscore insights. And you can always DM me or shoot me an email, Josh at So, with that being said, Let's dive right in to our first Sweat of the Night here, guys. Thursday Night Football kicking off Week 9. We're going to go to Pittsburgh here with the land of the Terrible Towels, 8.15 p.m. Eastern Time tonight. Get your Amazon Prime login and authentication, all that fun stuff. And I say fun stuff because it's super annoying. You know what else annoys me? Maybe you guys have noticed this. I like to DVR games. Uh, I have a huge softball game tonight, our Beer League softball game. It's our last game of the season. And if we lose, we miss the playoffs. If we win, we make the playoffs. And I'm like, hey, can I just DVR, you know, Tennessee-Pittsburgh, watch the game when I get home? No, there's no option to DVR, or at least I don't think there is on Amazon Prime. So uh, that's just frustrating to me. So anyway, what are you going to do? That's just me complaining. But hopefully I'll, you know, be able to track the game every, every other inning when I'm in the dugout, uh, waiting for my time at bat or waiting to go out in the field. Anyway, uh, let's talk about this game here for tonight. Uh, so. Currently we have Pittsburgh, minus 3. The total in this game is 37. Now let's take a step back, set the table, then I'm going to give you my bet for this game. The Titans, going to this matchup, they're 3-4. They just snapped a 2-game losing skid with a 28-23 win over the Falcons. They won outright as a -a 2.5-point home dog. Remember, that was Will Levis's coming out party. Uh, On the flip side, the Steelers, they're 4-3, but they just saw their 2-game winning streak come to an end. They fell to the Jags. 20-10, did not cover as a -a 2.5-point home dog. So what are we looking at for this game? Well, a lot of movement back and forth, but I think the ultimate liability lies with the Tennessee Titans here, guys. I'm taking Titans plus three. Uh, number one, this line has moved toward Tennessee. A lot of these books opened Steelers minus three and a half. Uh, this at three and a half actually got down uh, to three, and then it got down to two and a half earlier today. Uh, and I was mentioning this morning on the Market Insights pod that my play was Tennessee plus three. Now, why is that important? Because a lot of the books at the time were two and a half. But again, these are the cases where you either want to wait to get the key number, see if the betting market moves the number back, which is what happened here. So it was pit minus two and a half, you know, pretty much all morning. Now it's pit minus three. So there was a little buyback on pit. Uh, but also talking about buying points. You don't have to do it now. But at the time it was Tennessee plus two and a half, but they were juiced down. You know, we always we always talk about juiced up, you know, which is you know minus two and a half at minus one twenty you know, minus, you know, you, you don't really get higher than minus 120, minus 125, maybe for a short period, and then boom, they'll just adjust the entire odds. But my point was buying points is not really a smart long-term strategy because it doesn't really make as big a difference as you think. And every time you buy a point, you're just paying 20 or 25 cents of juice. That's going to cut into your winnings. But it does make a difference around key numbers. So I was talking about this morning how all these books were at 2.5, and, and I said, hey, let's take Tennessee 2.5 uh, at even money, plus 100, And I got them up to plus two and a half at minus 120. Some shops are minus 125. So I wanted to make that very important distinction in terms of like, Hey, how'd you get the three this morning? Well, I bought it up. So uh, again, that is so critical to me because three is the most common margin of victory. It's the most common key number, the field goal. So if Tennessee loses by three, I want to push my bet. I don't want to lose my bet. Now I would love for Tennessee to win outright or win by, or, you know, lose by two or less. So we'll see what happens here. But whole point being, you don't have to worry about that anymore. It's back to three. But what I like about Tennessee are system matches and liability. So, again, Pittsburgh opened minus 3.5, got all the way down to 2.5. It's back up to 3, so you can get that 3 now if you've been waiting for it. But also, it's a 50-50 bet split. You know, public's right down the middle, 50-50. They don't know who to take. But currently, 64% of dollars are on Tennessee. So, when I'm looking for sharp action. I'm looking for a reverse line move, a steam move, a line freeze, a 50-50 bet split. That's what we're seeing here by 50-50 bet split. Even though the tickets are even... More money is on Tennessee. So that's an indication to me that the bigger, sharper wagers are on the Titans. Now, the Titans match quite a few systems. Primetime dogs, they're only 10 and 13 ATS this year. The weird thing about this year in primetime is that, you know, we went into the year saying, hey, primetime dogs, primetime unders. That's really been our go to for going on three or four years now at this point. Primetime unders have absolutely crushed it. They're actually better than usual. As I mentioned, they're 17 and 7. Primetime dogs, not quite as good as last year. They're 10 and 13 against the spread. However, since 2020, They're 102 and 77 ATS, 57%. Also, you look at these coaches. You know, it's always tough, like um, Tennessee and Pittsburgh. You know, if you ask me, hey, who are the two best coaches as dogs? Well, it's Vrabel and it's uh, Mike Tomlin, but only one of them is a dog tonight. Mike Vrabel as a dog, 4 and 2 ATS this season, 27 and 17 ATS, 61% in his career. Mike Tomlin, we all know he's great as a dog, uh, 55 and 29 ATS, 66%. But he's not a dog tonight. He's laying points. Tomlin as a favorite is only 82 and 94 against the spread. That's only a 47% win rate. So, again, reading between the lines, we got Tennessee Vrabel as a dog, uh, which has been a great spot. Pittsburgh with Tomlin, not good as a favorite. He's much better as a dog. Now, I talked earlier about a teaser play, you know, the two and a half up to eight and a half go through multiple key numbers. Well, that's now up to three, so you kind of missed the boat on that one. Um, But I would say it's a strong under to me, guys. It's under or nothing. Uh, this total opened pretty much 37. It stayed right at 37, 46% bets, 50% money is on the under, so a little bit of a sharp low bets, higher dollar bet split. I am seeing some of these 37s get juiced up 37 under, minus 115. Uh, I do see a couple books even down to 36.5, so if you're playing the total, it's under or nothing for me. Um, we have seen these unders this year. They've been really good, 72 and 49, 60%. Primetime unders are 17-7, and seven, as I mentioned, 71% this year. They're 62% since 2019. And kind of that low total under, like you'll see it in baseball sometimes, like a total is, you know, 7, 7.5, and, and it's like, hey, it's got to go over that number. Well, it's set low for a reason. When the total is less than 40, the under is 10-7 and seven this year, 59%. And the forecast looks pretty good here. Uh, at, well, it's not Heinz Field anymore. I think it's a different name. Uh, it's not the catch-up stadium anymore. It's it's Akersher. Ac- I don't even know how to say it. Ackershire Stadium, Ackershire, who the heck knows? Anyway, uh, it's gonna be pretty nice at the Pittsburgh uh, Stadium here. Mid 40s, low 40s, partly cloudy skies, five mile per hour winds, nothing much to worry about. Um, but also in terms of like injuries, you know, no Minka Fitzpatrick for Pittsburgh. Again, he's one of the better safeties in the league. He's out, and then Kenny Pickett got banged up last week, and the Pittsburgh offense is just really god awful here. I think they're last or almost dead last in. Um, DVOA, a way to kind of measure uh, your offensive output. You can do it defensively too. But uh, either way, guys, strong lean for me to the under. It's under 37 or nothing. But but I'm going to take that Tennessee plus three. Again, 50-50 public. Yeah, we did open three and a half. We're down to three. Good low bets, higher dollar bet split. Bunch, Bunch of good betting systems. Rabel as a dog. I'm taking Tennessee plus three tonight on Thursday Night Football. Let me give you a couple more here, guys. And then we'll take a very, very short break. Let's go with, uh, how about an NBA play? And then we'll come back with hockey and our uh, college football system matches for this weekend. So, uh, for the NBA, I got a play here. A dog-to-fave line move on the Orlando Magic. Give me the Magic tonight, guys. Magic on the money line. I got them at minus 115. Might be able to get them, yeah, minus 115, minus 120. But a bunch of reasons like the Magic tonight. It's a 9 o'clock game. They're on the road at the Jazz. Uh, and it's all about this dog-to-fave line move. This game opened Jazz as a very short favorite. You know, minus one. There's a pick 'em or like a minus one, minus... I even saw a minus one and a half uh, for the Jazz. But now we flip to Magic minus one. And I'm even seeing some books go to Magic minus one and a half. So this line is steaming toward the Orlando Magic. And again, dog-to-fave, regardless of the sport. What I love about that is just... Um, You know, you open as a dog, you flip to a favorite. That tells me it took a lot of respected money to come in your direction, on your side, to move the number and flip the favorite designation. Uh, Really good bet split here to the Magic. They're only getting 47% of bets, but 61% of dollars. So really good low bets, higher dollars bet split. Uh, Another supplementary factor here, road refs. Uh, All three of these refs are much better to the road team. So Curtis Blair, Jed, Jediminius, Petritus. Great name. And then Fennesee Ransom, another great name. Uh, they are all between 50, 52 and 56% to the road team. So maybe they you know, want to appear down the middle, so therefore they favor the road team. And they're like, oh, I, I'm willing to get the home crowd yelling at me. So that's good that all three refs historically are road refs. And then the other angle I have is rest first tired. Uh, you have the Magic, who haven't played since Tuesday. Uh, so they were off yesterday. However, the Jazz, they played yesterday. And the Jazz are on their second leg of a back-to-back, and the Jazz are playing their third game in four nights. So this is a tough schedule spot for the Jazz. I know it's early in the year. You know, you're not worried too much about rest versus tired. However, this is a tough spot. Second leg of a back-to-back, third in four days, and the Magic were off yesterday. Uh, Also, defensive efficiency. Big difference here between the Magic and the Jazz. The Magic are currently number two in the NBA in defensive efficiency, whereas Utah is number 28. So much better defense, road refs tough schedule spot, rest first tired, dog to fave line move, low bets, higher dollars, then also non-conference favorites. Uh, when you have two teams from two different conferences, that non-conference um, favorite typically does better because of the lack of familiarity, benefits, quote-unquote, the better team. So you add it all up here, guys, going dog to fave with the magic. Give me the magic. I'm not going to mess around laying a one or one and a half, have them winning by one. Uh, I'm going to just have them win the game. Money line. That's all I got to worry about is just get a dub tonight. Let's go magic. I got the magic at minus 115 on the money line. There you have it for the first half of the pod here, guys. Just talked uh, college or talked uh, NBA and um, Thursday Night Football and the NFL. But I got more to get to. I got more for you. I got three, a hat trick of NHL bets here for you tonight. And then going to finish up with an update as well as if you missed it on Monday, our favorite system matches that we talked in the last pod Four bets in college football. What are our two favorite system matches? Well, if you're a true grinder of the Market Insights pod, you know what they are. But I'll let you know when we return on the second half of today's pod, episode 922 of the VEASAN Market Insights podcast. With me, your buddy, your host, the guy you grind and sweat with in the arena, approaching betting from a sharp, data-driven contrarian angle, your buddy, Josh Applebaum. Stick with us, guys. We'll be right back.
1: Here are three reasons Zinn is America's number one nicotine pouch. We use food-grade ingredients. We have a wide selection of varieties, and they all come in two strengths. Find
0: Zinn at a store near you. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: Are you switching over to YouTube TV this fall to get NFL Sunday ticket? Well, guess what? If you are, that also means you can now watch VEASAN. VEASAN has a 24-7 channel on YouTube TV as part of the sports package. So if you're switching over to YouTube TV this fall, make sure you also check out VEASAN, the sports betting network. All right, everyone. We are back at it. Episode 922 of the Vison Market Insights Pod. That's right. It's a Monday for me. It's always kind of tough to get back in the swing of things, but you know what I love about my schedule, guys. I have Tuesday, Wednesdays off. It's that every day that I I do work and do the pod, it's always a prime time game. So Monday, Thursday, you know, Friday you get Friday night lights. Saturday, Sunday the weekend. So I actually kind of love my schedule. And Tuesday, Wednesdays you can get a lot done if you're off on a Tuesday, Wednesday. Because, like, everywhere you go, you know, grocery stores, whatever, go to the bank, there's, like, no one out there. It's not like the weekend when everything's crazy. So, anyway, uh, by the way, too, happy November. I, f- I failed to mention that, but Halloween's over. Hope everyone had a great Halloween. And now we're into the month of November. Before you know it, it'll be Thanksgiving. And uh, today was the first day where we woke up to a very cold morning uh, in my suburb outside of Boston. It was 28 degrees today. We got our first frost. So, it tells you that winter is uh, not that far off. But anyway, guys, start of the pod, talking Thursday Night Football, I am on the Titans plus three, uh, three-and-a-half down to three, even touch two-and-a-half, liability Tennessee, even bet split, more money, system matches, uh, dog low total, failed to mention that, but another angle there uh, in a uh, low-scoring game, hopefully. And I do lean under pretty hard in that one as well with those primetime unders doing well. And then mention the NBA, dog to fave, move with the magic. I'm on the magic money line. Now let's go to the NHL. I got a few bets for you here in the NHL. So, first one, I'm going to go Florida Panthers, baby. Give me the Panthers. Notice some smart money here hitting the Panthers tonight. They're on the road at Detroit. Uh, this game opened at very short kind of pick them number, minus uh, 110 Florida on the road. We've now seen Florida get bet up to minus 115, minus 120. So right off the bat, we got movement toward Florida. Pretty good bet split on the Panthers as well. They're only getting 49% bets, but 72% of the money Again, I don't put a ton into betting percentages with hockey just because it's not a very public bet sport, but I do look at discrepancies, bets, and dollars. That is one way to kind of give you at least a little evidence of some smart money. Also, looking at a buy low, sell high. Uh, If you look at the Detroit um, Red Wings, who wasn't it the Red Wings or who broke our heart? I forgot who it was against the Islanders. Maybe it was the Red Wings. Anyway, uh, Red Wings off a win, Florida off a loss. They lost to the Bruins. Bruins were down 2-0, came back. And won that thing, so kind of a uh, get-right spot or you know bad taste in your mouth from Florida looking to rebound. Uh, but also, this is a betting system play for me. So if you look at a couple angles here, uh, let's see. Favorite versus a team who missed the postseason last year, 61% this season. Rested road division favorite, 7-3 this year. And a road favorite versus a non-playoff team. Since 2021, those teams are 65%. So I'm going to take a shot on Florida here. Again, notice a little bit of movement. Uh, It's also kind of fishy just in terms of, you know, looking at kind of the records of these teams just in general and also the goaltending. You have James Reimer, who's actually been pretty good to start this year, but historically is a guy with a pretty high goals against average. And then also just kind of fishy in terms of, you know, why is Florida favored? You know, Florida's 4-3-1. They're coming off a loss. Detroit is 6-3-1. So if Detroit is technically the better team with a better record, then why is the line opening short favorite Florida becoming more of a short favor with Florida. I smell a rat here, guys. Give me the Panthers. Uh, Shop around. I got the Panthers at what I get, minus 115. All right, keep on cruising. Another bet for you. Taking a shot on my Boston Bruins tonight. Bruins, we want the damn cup. Anyway, uh, Bruins at home against Toronto tonight. I'm not going to call this a sharp bet. This is actually a a bet for me on the Morning Bets pod play, or on the Morning Bets uh, pod. It's not a sharp play. It's a value play. And long story short, it's getting, you know, one of the best teams in hockey at a pick'em number at home. So the Bruins open around a pick'em, minus 110. They pretty much stayed minus 110. You might find like a minus 106 out there, minus 104, minus 108. So, of course, shop around try to get the best number. Uh, But the Bruins, to me, it's a value play again, not a sharp play. I want to make that distinction here. You don't have a massive line move or steam move or anything. This is just a good number on a good team at home. But also there are advantages here toward Boston. So, uh, one, would will be looking at home favorites, getting the last ice change. I know it's a pick type number. Some shops are slightly Bruins favorite, so I guess you can maybe throw that away, but let's at least say home teams getting the last ice change. Uh, but also you have a rested favorite off a win, uh, having at least two days off from their last game. That's 19-13 and 13 this year. Uh, it's actually, let's see, 20-13. and 13. I got that wrong, 61%. Um, the Bruins last played on Monday the 30th. Toronto played on Tuesday the 31st. So it's a one-day rest advantage for Boston. And the Bruins were at home Monday, and they're still at home today. So no travel involved versus Toronto, who played at home on Tuesday, announced to travel uh, to Boston. But to me, guys, the angle here is just it's all about, um, you know, defense and goaltending. So the Bruins, uh, both teams are averaging 3.2 goals a game offensively. But defensively, the bees are only giving up 1.6 goals per game versus 3.1 for Toronto. Much better penalty kill for the Bruins. 97%, it's kind of unbelievable, versus 74% for Toronto. And then look at the two goalies. Jeremy Swayman going for the Bruins. He is 4-0 with a 1.26 goals against. He's going up against Ilya Samsonov, who's 2-1-1 with a 3.99 goals against. 3.99, you know, uh, ERA in baseball, that's pretty good. 3.99 goaltender, not very good. It's like the Bruins here, uh, and basically a pick price, you know, right there, best team or second-best team, you know, 1A to 1B, to the uh, Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, but I'm going to bank on the Bs here. I know they got some injuries. You know, um, Charlie, uh, Charlie McAvoy's out. He got suspended. You know, Grizzlick got hurt. Lucic got, got hurt. Uh, but I like the defense, the goaltending, and the price of the Bruins at home. So to me, you're never really going to get the Bs a pick em price at home uh, at this number. So give me the Bruins. Shop around. I got the Bs at minus 110. Then last bet for you in the NHL, uh, I'm going with the Vancouver Canucks. Bit of a higher price. I uh, got the Canucks at minus 215, uh, but they are on the road at San Jose. And if you haven't been paying attention, San Jose is really, really bad. Let's hope that continues. They're 0-8-1, the poor Sharks. Uh, Vancouver's off to a good start, 6-2-1. But right off the bat, good line movement to Vancouver. Vancouver opened around minus 200. Again, they've been bet up now to minus 215. I see some books like even minus 220. A uh, lot of system matches here on Vancouver. Uh, rested road division favorites, 7-3 and three this year. Road favorite off a win uh 62 percent this season big road favorites 200 or more nine and three this year favorite off a win versus an opponent who missed the postseason 64 percent this season sweet spot big favorite minus 175 to minus 225 that's 20 and seven this year 74 uh, percent and then road favorites minus 175 or more 11 and four to start this year so a lot of matches here with Vancouver and Vancouver it's all about the offense um I guess defense as well. San Jose is just bad everywhere. But offensively, Vancouver is averaging four goals a game. San Jose is only averaging one goal a game. They're getting nothing offensively. Defensively, Vancouver is giving up 2.3 versus almost four for San Jose. Then the power play, 27% conversion rate for the Canucks, only 13% for San Jose. So I'm not going to outsource myself, guys. If San Jose finds a way to win, I'll tip my cap. i got to take Vancouver here. Shop round. i got the Canucks at minus 215. So Canucks, Bruins, Bruins, and the Florida Panthers. Uh, now, moving on, as we are getting ready for another big weekend here in college football, I have a, uh, and I'm pretty pretty excited, this is a system match weekend for me. Uh, and again, you guys know me by now, or if you don't, I'm a data-driven contrarian better. I like to be against the public with the sharps. That's kind of my overall philosophy, but I also love system matches. And again, don't don't say trends. Trends are different from betting systems. Trends are specific to a, a certain team and a lot of them can be completely worthless. A betting system, it doesn't matter what the teams are, as long as they fit the model and the, and the filters and it's a historically profitable spot, doesn't matter what they are. It's still caches. like, again, prime time unders whole thought process. And the thing about systems is, is they have to have a good theory behind it. You can't just, you know, overfit something uh, a million ways and come up with a great number. Well, it's not going to be predictive if it doesn't have a good theory behind it. So, Uh, Anyway, my two favorite systems this week. Let's start off with, uh, let me go over to my college football board. Uh, First system match is the unranked home favorite versus the ranked opponent. The system where it makes no sense, it's fishy as all heck, and therefore we want to be on the fishy side. Uh, So this is Kansas and Iowa State, and the play here, guys, is Iowa State. That's right. Uh, We have uh, uh, Kansas coming in. Ranked 21 in the country, Iowa State is unranked. Kansas is 6-2, and two. Iowa is 5-3. Uh, Kansas is coming off a huge win, which was great. This is a late addition for me on Saturday with that reverse line move where they were getting points against Oklahoma. The line fell, I think it was 8.5 down to 7, uh, but coming off a huge win. I also want to fade teams coming off a big win, looking at a you know sell high and a letdown spot. But anyway... This is one of those games where you go on Twitter and all you can hear is, yeah, the wrong team is favored. Why? Yeah, the Jayhawks are getting points. Take it all day. Iowa State, the wrong team is favored. No, 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 no. The sharp play here is Iowa State. One, we have line movement toward Iowa State. Iowa State uh, opened at minus 1.5. Now they're up to minus 2.5. Why is the line going to Iowa State if the public, around 55% of bets, are on Kansas? Makes no sense, right? Well, it'll be a fade-the-trendy-dog, sharp reverse line move. Also a great bet split on Iowa State. Only fifth, uh, 45% of bets, but 83% of the money. So a big difference there, discrepancy, uh, low bets, higher dollars. And then the big one here, the system match itself, unranked home favorite versus ranked opponent. Now, since 20, so it's 2-0 this year, both on the spread and on the money line. I actually wish we had more system matches than this. Don't Don't worry, when we get to college basketball, you'll get a lot of these. You'll get, like... You know, um, I don't know, like UConn is uh, on the road at Kentucky. Kentucky's unranked and Kentucky's minus two, that sort of thing. Um, but anyway, unranked home favorites, ranked opponent. Now, on the spread since 2017, it's 41 and 31 ATS, 57%, 10% ROI. Pretty damn good. On the money line, unranked home favorites, ranked opponent, it's 51 and 22 since 2017, 70%, 12% ROI. So the distinction here is that, you know, you're never going to be too much. It's not like you're going to be a minus 10 unranked home favorite, ranked opponent. You're, they're typically short numbers. But I'm going to go money line here, guys. Again, 70% since 2017. It's a higher ROI than it is the spread. It's a low bets, higher higher dollar, and it's a line move. Give me Iowa State. Shop around, guys. Iowa State opened minus 1.5. They're up to 2.5. But some shops are even creeping up like it might go to the key number of 3. So if you want to save juice and you want to lay the 2.5, I totally get it. But anything can happen, you know, Safety, missed extra point, who the heck knows, going for two. Uh, I like to money line these short spots, and the data kind of proves that it's a smart bet. So give me Iowa State, unranked home favorite versus ranked opponent. Uh, You can now get that Iowa State at, let's see, minus 140 on the money line. Now, my other favorite system match when it comes to college football is two ranked teams take the home favorite. Very, very simple here. But we have had, and I don't want to jinx it here, but we've had a very good stretch of this system going on almost a month now, if not more. Uh, go way back to uh, that week where it was. Man, you're really going to make me test my memory here. Uh, it was Notre Dame against USC, and it was Washington against Oregon. They were both on the same day. Both came through on the, on the money line. The spread pushed, I think. Yeah, it was minus three pushed for Washington. But either way, that one came through. Then we had Penn State and Iowa State. Or sorry, Penn State and Ohio State. Ohio State came through. Two ranked teams take to home favorite. Then we had Duke and Louisville. Louisville last week. Louisville came through in that spot. So great part. Uh, great part about this system in, in terms of this weekend is we got three matches, baby. So first one here, Alabama. Give me Alabama. Two ranked teams take to home favorite. Alabama at home. Now this thing has moved a little bit. You know, if you tell me like LSU with the spread, I'm not gonna argue with you. You know, this opened. Um, Alabama, I saw openers as high as like minus six and a half. I think it was a way look ahead. Most of those early, um, or kind of updated openers were like minus four, minus three and a half. So the line is down to three. So if you tell me like LSU, again, line is creeping in their favor a little bit. However, I'm going to go, I'm I cannot argue with this system match here. Uh, so Alabama at minus three, I'm going to turn that into a money line play here, guys. I got Alabama shop around. You can get them around minus minus one fifty um, on the money line here. And, again, two-ranked teams take home favorite. It is now on the money line, 15-2 this year, 88%. Since 2016, it's 146-33, 82%, 12% ROI. Um, and that's a short enough number at three where, hey, minus 150, really not that bad of a juice price. So give me Alabama at home in prime time to win the damn game and beat LSU. Next is the match. We have Texas. Texas at home against Kansas State. Give me Texas in this one. Uh, another kind of tough cap because the line did fall toward K-State. It opened, I think, minus 5 Texas. Now it's down to minus 4. But, again, creates a money line play for us. Uh, money line now at minus 185. Uh, and Texas in this spot. I know they missed; they, their quarterback got hurt, but the kid that came in played pretty well. Uh, and this is a play to kind of buy low on Texas at home. Again, two ranked teams take home favorite, 82%, 12% ROI since 2016. Give me Texas on the money line, minus 185. And then last one, Georgia. This is a big number here. Uh, this is a minus 15, minus 15 and a half. Um, is there a 14 and a half out there? I fully admit Missouri might be taking in some money here as this line is dropping. I think it opened minus 16. Uh, but here's the thing on the money line. It's like minus 700 Georgia. Can't be laying a 700. So I'm laying the points here. Uh, shop around. I got um, Georgia at minus 15. So again, I gave you the money line prices. Two ranked teams take home favorite on the spread. It's 14, two and one ATS this year. And it is 108 and 69 ATS, 61% since 2016. And also Georgia, it's a 50-50 bet split. You know Georgia very rarely only gets 50% of bets. Usually they're getting, you know, 70-80% of bets. So I'm hoping for Georgia here to win in a blowout. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go down swinging with these system matches, guys. They've been great to me for many years, and they've been really good this year. So I see no reason not to continue to play them. So Alabama on the money line, uh, Texas on the money line, Iowa State on the money line, and Georgia. Now minus uh, minus 15. There you have it, guys. Another pod here in the books, episode 922. Reminder, if you enjoy the Market Insights pod or the Morning Bets pod or the sharp reports that I write or this style of betting or, hey, every game I talk about, I bet personally. Do I expect you to play every game I mention? No, but you want to, you know, pull a chair to the virtual bar, pull up a chair to the virtual bar, talk sports betting, you know, talk through line moves. Maybe listening to the pod has become part of your routine, where you pick up maybe one little nugget here or there that helps you in a bet. That's my goal to always try to help new betters and just any betters make money approaching betting from a little bit different of a perspective. But anyway, if the pods have helped you at all in your sports betting journey to become a sharper, better uh, then I have a proposition for you. Uh, do me very, uh, do me a favor. Make me very happy. Go buy my book, go to amazon.com. Type in the everything guide to sports betting, pick up a copy for you or for a friend guys. It would mean the world to me. It's got everything I've learned in the industry how lines are set, how and why they move, how to read line movement, how to locate sharp action, how to place a bet in person or online, how to shop for the best line, how to set up a bankroll management plan, all included in my book, The Everything Guide to Sports Betting. So if you've got an extra bone, bone or two in your pocket, uh, it's about 20 bucks, And it's great for new bettors, but even for seasoned vets, i got some good systems and a uh, good refresher on all the different major sports. So buy my book, and when I see you at the, uh, at the book, not my book, but the sports book. I'll buy you a beer, and I'll sign it for you. How about that? Uh, for at the South Point, I'll buy you a couple uh, dollar hot dogs. But anyway, guys, that about does it for the Market Insights Pod episode 922. Reminder, whether I see you at the Borgata in Atlantic City, Twin River in Rhode Island, the Brook in New Hampshire, Foxwoods or Mohegan Sun down in Connecticut, at the Encore in Boston in my neck of the woods, or at Plain Ridge Park Casino or MGM Springfield. Uh, by the way, uh, I don't know if Devin Hernandez is listening, but I, I was reading, I think, that Florida found a way legally to open up legal sports betting in person at, a, at six of the uh, Seminole casinos. So if so, we're going to have to add Florida to the list. I want mobile betting to be legal in Florida, but good news for you Floridians who I think can now bet. I want to say it's starting December 7th. Uh, but aside from that, at the, um, uh, where, where did I leave off? Uh, out in the desert where the True Grinders get down, where Billy Walters sends his number runners, where the lowest juice possible is found at the South Point. We're sweating sharp contrarian, plays with Stormy and the crew at Circa, getting a victory burger at the end of the night. Wherever it may be, you're going to walk up to me, and you're going to show me. Uh, from last time we uh, we, had a, we had a pod, show me that lion's under. Primetime unders continue to cash. Again, I'm leaning pretty hard to that under 37 tonight. Uh, I'm just riding with Tennessee plus three, but rooting for anyone on the under here tonight. So flash me that lion's under. First one's on me, next one's on you. We're going to post about the book. Sweat sharp contrarian plays all night long. Uh, have a fantastic night, everyone. Good luck. And again, parting words as always. Stay sharp. Stay contrarian. Bet against the public. Place yourself on the side of the house. Always be with the smart money, never against it. Will smart money win every time? Of course not. You know, sports betting is difficult. It's hard. No one wants to say that, but it is. Uh, that's what makes it, um, you know, gives you more perspective when you're losing. But when you're winning, gives you a lot of confidence. gives you a lot of, um, of perspective, of course. So uh, either way, guys, keep grinding. If we can find that sweet spot. Games that fit our model against the public, with the house, with the pros, flat bet, avoid parlays, get some CLV. If we can do that, we're going to be successful sports bettors long-term. So enjoy the sweats, everyone. Have a great Thirsty Thursday. I got to go jump on smart money with my buddy Patrick Maher here and then uh, get ready to to head down to Cambridge for uh, our do-or-die softball, beer league softball game tonight. We need a win, baby. I think we're a uh, plus-110 underdog tonight. So let's see if we can shock the world and get into the playoffs. Don't let us get hot. Because once we get in, we could we could do some damage. Uh, but good luck, everyone. Have a great Thursday. I'll see you tomorrow for a big Friday. Have a great night.
0: At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER.
1: MTV's official Challenge Podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level.